did you know that you can have unshakable self-confidence? I'm Sherry Brazier. I'm an advanced certified style coach, personal wardrobe stylist, and seasoned hairstylist. I'm on a mission to teach women everywhere to see their true value and create self-confidence on the inside and then help you dress that way on the outside. Women just like you are craving strategies to dress your body shape stylishly, tools you can use to help you love yourself and process disappointment and overwhelm, all while still looking put together when you leave the house. If you're ready to figure out your personal style and learn the tools to help you build and create more self-confidence, then you are in the right place. Let's get started. Happy New Year to you, my friends. Thank you for joining me today on the Creating Unshakable Self-Confidence podcast. I'm so glad you're here. Happy New Year. Happy 2023. It's a new year and there's lots of fun stuff going on for the new year, at least for me. I have lots of plans for this year. I've had some great wins from last year and I'm just excited about recording this podcast for you today and I'm excited that you're here. So as everyone's doing, we're all looking back at the last year and reevaluating things maybe and Hopefully you are looking at the things that you accomplished that you can celebrate of the last year. And I hope you're looking forward to a new year with new possibility and new things that you can create in your future. And that's what I'm doing right now. And I just have been thinking about confidence and self-image and how I want to up-level my own confidence and my own self-image for this year. And I thought, I need to record this podcast for my listeners because I'm assuming that a lot of you are in the same place. So as we go into a brand new year, I thought I would bring to mind four pillars that I use in my coaching program. It's kind of the way that I organize or categorize self-confidence and self-image And I feel like if we can work on these four areas of ourselves, that our self-confidence and our self-image will increase and we can grow the capacity to have more self-confidence. So I want to talk to you about those four things today. So I hope that you have some pen and paper. And if you don't, go ahead and grab something. If you're driving, don't worry. You can come back and listen to this anytime you want. But if you do have some pen and paper, you might want to take some notes on this one because this one um, is going to give you lots of stuff. So you might want to remember some of these things. So um, let's get into it. I've got four pillars that I want to talk to you about today. The first one is mindset. And if you have been around long enough to know, I love mindset work. And my podcast has kind of evolved over the year, two years or so that it's been out in the mindset development um, part of my podcast. So that is definitely a big part of my coaching. It's a big part of what I do for my own self. It's, it is the one thing that has created more self-confidence in myself than anything else I've done is the mindset work. So that's why the first one I want to talk to you about is mindset. And mindset is the thoughts you're thinking, the way that you're feeling, and then how you are acting in the world, how you're showing up, 
your behaviors, those kinds of things, and then the results that you're getting. So I want to talk to you a little bit about how I go about that, what my process is for mindset work. Um, I am certified at the Life Coach School, so I use a tool called The Model. And I don't know if I've done an episode on The Model specifically, but I'll give you just a little short rundown here. So studies show, there's been research on this, that we as humans, all the humans, have between 20,000 and 60,000 thoughts a day. So somewhere in between 20,000 and 60,000 thoughts are running through your brain a day. And 80% of those thoughts are negative. The reason why 80% of those thoughts are negative is because our brain's job is to protect us. Our brain's job is to look for danger. So those things are probably negative, right? If we're looking, if our brains are always looking out for danger and trying to protect ourselves, then they are looking for the problems in the world that are going to harm us, right? So 80% of your thoughts that are running through your brain are negative. That means only 20% of them are positive. So this is every human. It's not just me. It's not just you. It's not just your mother-in-law. It's not just your (laughs) daughter-in-law, not just your nosy neighbor. Like it's all of us humans have 20,000 to 60,000 thoughts a day and 80% of them are negative. And there's lots of research and stuff around that. But in terms of explaining to you my tool of mindset, that's the number one thing that you need to understand and know about yourself and about me and about us together and about all the humans walking around is that there are 20,000 to 60,000 thoughts that are running through our minds in a day and 80% of them are negative. And then those thoughts create feelings. So when we have thoughts going through our mind, those thoughts create feelings And you guys all know how many feelings there are in the world. There's lots and lots of feelings in the world. So we're constantly feeling all kinds of different feelings because we have all kinds of different thoughts in our, in our mind, all of those thoughts create a feeling. And then if you look out in the world, this isn't going to be hard for me to convince you of. If you look out at people's actions, and what they do in the world, if you look at the way th- the way people show up in their lives and the way people show up in the world, you can tell whether they're happy or sad. You can tell whether they're angry or whether they're motivated or whether they have joy or whether they have stress just by the way they act, right? So we think things and then that creates a feeling that we have and then we always act how we feel. So when I'm really super tired, I don't have a lot of energy. And my actions are slow. My actions, um, maybe I don't even have very many actions during the day. Maybe I just take a nap or maybe I, you know, sit on the couch or whatever, right? Because my feeling is tired. So we think thoughts and then we have feelings because of those thoughts. Those thoughts trigger feelings. And then our feelings, the way that we feel, drives how we show up in the world. And then we all know that our actions produce our results. And so in the world, in a lot of um, coaches, in a lot of organizations, we look at people's actions and we try to change actions because it's obvious that our actions create our results. And if you want a different result, then you got to change the action that you're taking 
to get the result. And that is true. And I am 100% subscribed to that. The problem is in my own life, this is what I um, think for me, is sometimes I know the action that I want to take and I can't get myself to do it. I know the action that will create the result that I want, but I can't get myself to do the action because there's more to it than just changing your action. So the model is your thoughts create your feelings and then your feelings drive your actions and your actions create your results. And the mindset work that I'm always working with my clients on is what's going on inside your brain. What is going on in the thought part? Let's figure out what you're thinking in your mind because that creates your feelings and then your feelings, however you feel is how you show up. So if you want to change your action, you got to have a different feeling that's going to drive that action and then get you the result that you want. So the mindset work is all about what are you feeling right now? What's creating that feeling? How do you want to feel? And then what do you need to think in order to feel that feeling so that you can create what you want to create? I have a system in my styling program that's the title of it is Believing New Things. And it's this whole class basically about how to do this thing, how to catch the thoughts that are in your mind and figure out what feeling they're creating. And then how do you want to feel and what thoughts do you want to have that are going to produce the feeling that you want to have to create the results that you want to have and the actions that you want to have. Maybe you have some behaviors you want to change. You've been trying to change behaviors forever, and you just can't get your behaviors to change. That's because we've got to look at the feeling that's creating that behavior, and we got to change the feeling. And in order to change the feeling, we've got to change what you're thinking. So you can work up and down of this little model. You can start with the thoughts, or you can start with the result. You can start with an action. You can start with a feeling. You can start anywhere in that model and we can fill in the blanks and get get you to the place that creates the result that you want to create. So that is the mindset piece, number one. Number two is purpose. And this is something that I always try to remind myself is that I want to live on purpose. I don't want my life to be the effect of me I want to create something in my life. I want to create the life I want. I don't want the world and my circumstances and everything that's around me to create the life that I have. I want to live my life on purpose. And so that is the second pillar in my program is how do we live on purpose? And living on purpose, there's so many things that go into this. It's routines that you want to create. It's how you dress. You dress purposefully. You dress on purpose for whatever activity that you're going to. It's your body language. It's your physical language, like the way that you talk. It's your presentation and how you show up in the world. And it's all of those things that you intentionally choose ahead of time. You look at your life and the way that you want to live your life. You look into your future self. I think I've done a podcast on your future self. And that's a big part of purpose and living on purpose is keeping that future you in view, right in close view, not 
on a paper somewhere that you wrote down a year ago when you were doing New Year's resolutions and you never looked at it again. That's not what I mean. I mean, who are you wanting to be next week? If you only had a week left of your life, who do you want to become? Who do you want to be in seven days? You want that person to be evolved. You want that person to have grown and learned new things and had new experiences in the, in the next seven days. What are those looking like? What does that look like? Who is that person that you want to become? And I have a whole thing that I do in the, at the beginning of the year. I'm in the middle of it right now. I haven't finished it yet. Um, it's only the third, right? Is it today the third? Yeah, today's the third as I record this. So we're still very new in the year. And I'm in the process right now of doing my own creating of the person that I want to be at the end of this year. And I don't know how I'm going to get there. That's not the point. How How isn't the the thing that you want to look into. You don't want to spend a whole lot, lot of time on how you're going to create it. You want to get the vision of that person because then next week when I'm in my office or when I'm fixing dinner for my kids or when I'm in a conversation with my husband or I'm in, you know, being a neighbor or whatever it is I'm doing, I, I'm constantly asking myself, how would that version of myself show up in this situation? the version of that future me? How would she live today and live on purpose and choose intentionally the things that I want to do with that person that I want to grow into in the future in mind? How would she show up today? So that's pillar number two, purpose. Pillar number three is style, obviously, because I'm a style coach, right? And style is all about the items that you have in your closet, in your wardrobe, your jewelry, your clothing, it goes even to how often do you get your hair cut? Um, how often do you do a facial for your skin? How often do you put on lotion? Um, what physical things do you need to put into your wardrobe? What physical things do you need to take out of your wardrobe? The last several podcasts that I've done up to this point have been in this pillar, this style pillar. What's my body shape? How do I dress it? What kind of clothes do I wear? What's my style? What's my style personality? Those kinds of things are in this pillar of style. And this pillar of style, I really have kind of a soft spot for because I have created so much confidence in myself just by being purposeful about what I wear and the condition that my clothes are in. They're not expensive. My clothes are not expensive. I, I don't spend lots of money on particular items of clothes. And my when I started out figuring out my style and creating a wardrobe, my thought was, I don't want to spend a whole lot of money on the individual pieces because I want lots of pieces. I want lots and lots of items. And so I don't want to spend a whole bunch of money on each item because I only had a certain amount of money. I gave myself a budget for my clothing and I didn't have a ton of money to spend. And so I could get more items if I spent a little bit less money on each of those items. And so that's how I started my wardrobe. And then as I've created the wardrobe that I have, I've realized that there are certain pieces of clothing 
certain pieces in my wardrobe that I want to spend a little bit more money on because I wear those things so much that I want them to last longer. So I want there to be better quality in those because I want to be able to keep them for longer. I want to be able to use them longer, that kind of thing. So style has really helped me create the confidence that I have today because I put some intention into what kinds of clothing do I want to wear and how do I want to put those things together to make my style personality come to life. And that is the third pillar of my coaching and self-confidence building and creating self-image is your actual style. Now, a lot of people will say that, you know, I feel fine about myself when I'm in a, a pair of Lululemon leggings. You know, I don't, I don't need to be in a pair of slacks. And that's totally fine. I always ask my clients, what activity are you doing that you're wearing your Lululemon leggings versus a pair of slacks or a dress or, you know, something else? What are the activities that you're doing? And do you have the clothing that make you feel put together for that activity? And when we start to look at it that way, it gets a little bit clearer about what kinds of clothing we want to put in our closet. So I found for me, I had dressy clothes, like dress up, go to work clothes. And then I had like pajama pants. I didn't really have a lot of jeans and tennis shoes or t-shirts or sweatshirts or just like um, maybe a pair of slacks that aren't like dress pants, but just a little bit nicer pant and like a jean jacket that I could just wear to the airport or I could wear to run errands in. I wasn't necessarily needing to be dressed up like I was going to work, but I didn't really want to be looking like I just woke up and got out of bed and put my pajama pants on when I go to run errands. And I didn't have that a lot of the middle of the road kind of everyday clothes. And so last year, and after, you know, during the pandemic and stuff, I re that's when I realized, oh, I don't really have like everyday clothes. I just have, I'm either working or I'm just at home clothes. And so last year, that was kind of my shopping budget was spent on a lot of those everyday style outfits where I could jump on a call if I needed to and it would be fine, but I could run out and, and go grocery shopping or run errands and still look like I was put together and look like I I cared and that I'm a style coach like cuz I'm your I am my brand so I'm going to be you know out in the world marketing myself always and I thought I need to have better basics better everyday stuff and so I focused on that last year now some of you might not have enough Sunday stuff enough Sunday dresses enough things that you want to wear where you have to dress up just a little bit. You don't really have a lot of places where you'd go, like you go to church every Sunday. And so you want to have some options there. And you only have like one or two options and you want to have a, a few more options there. And we can do that too. Like the, that's an area that you can focus on. So that is all of that is under the style pillar. And then the fourth one is surroundings, upgrading, updating, level up, however you want to say it, the, the spaces that you're in. And the spaces that you're in include obvious 
the, the space that you're in right now. So your room, your house, wherever it is that you are. Um, but it also is the items in your space and the people that are around you, the people that you surround yourself with, the objects, the the things around you. Like I'm I'm in my office right now, and so I'm looking at like my desk and my cabinet that holds my books and things like that. The closet is, you know, my closets are all needing to be organized. Um, those kinds of spaces, even though the doors might be closed, they still hold a lot of energy and your brain is still, your brain still knows that it needs to be cleaned up. Your brain still knows that it's cluttery or not organized or um, ratty or needs to be updated or whatever. You know, your brain still knows that and there's energy that is being expended in your brain for those particular places in your home. Let's say maybe it's your car. Maybe you are driving a car that you just really want to get a new car because it's, you know, it's older or maybe it's got mild, you know, higher miles and you want, you're ready to trade it out. Like those kinds of things, all the things that, that you surround yourself with, up level those things. Where can you up level? For me, I'm thinking my house needs to be touched up with paint. I don't want to repaint my house. I like the color of my house. It's probably been, gosh, five years probably. It'll, I think in January, it'll be five years since we repainted our, our home in the inside. And so I, I like the color. I don't want to change the color, but it's used. It's worn. There's some dings and some scratches and, you know, places where the couch rubbed and, you know, different things like that. I just need to touch up. The baseboards need to be touched up. Things like that. How many times do we get up on the top of our cabinets and dust off our cabinets? Those kinds of things. Now, I'm just thinking those are the things that are on my list of updating my surroundings. You might have something different. Maybe it's not cleanliness. Maybe it's not cleaning or dusting or, or you know, those kinds of things. Maybe it's furniture. Maybe you need to get some new furniture. You've had some the furniture for a while and it's getting worn and faded and you need some new furniture, whatever. Maybe you really want to redo one of your kids' bedrooms. Maybe your bathrooms need updated. doesn't matter what it is, but... Take inventory about your surroundings and how do you feel when you're in those surroundings? How do, how do you feel when you walk into that room? The people, your relationships, maybe you, your close friends are great, but you've got some acquaintances that, that maybe you either need to uh, nurture that relationship because it, you, that, imp that relationship is important to you. And you want to spend more time there. Um, up-leveling that relationship. I know I've got a few of those. Maybe it's relationships that are not serving you, that are really draining you, and you want to put some boundaries in, into those relationships. Whatever it is for you, your surroundings are the people, places, and things that are in your awareness on the, on the daily, on, the regular, on a regular basis. Where can you up-level those things? So those are the four four kind of pillars that, that I like to kind of categorize things in. And I like to ask each one of my clients about those four pillars and have them put down three things in each one of those categories where they would like to work. I'd like to work on these three things in this category. And then it gives them something to focus on. It gives them something to work on. And 
it moves the needle. Three things will move the needle. I I just cannot even believe this last year, I've just focused on three things at a time. And I can't believe how much growth I've had, how much movement I've had in all different kinds of areas of my life. So that's why I've, I've picked three. So three things in each one of those categories. And then that's what you work on through the year. And you put the, the piece of paper on the wall in your bathroom, on your mirror, on your desk, wherever it is, those three, um, those three things in each one of those four categories. And you just work on those three things. Once you get those three things done, and you cross them off, think of three more things that you can add to that category. And you just keep those, those three things at a time going, maybe it's weekly. Maybe you're going to work on your style. And every week, you're going to do three things, you're going to work on three things. So then those are your top three things for the week. And then next week, you revisit those top three things and see if you if you accomplish those things. And if you did great, celebrate those three wins that you had, and then create three more in that same category and work on those throughout the year. There's so many different ways you can do it. But these four categories, if you work on these four categories throughout the year, you will be blown away at the self-image that you will have at the end of the year, the confidence that you will have in yourself, and the things that you will have been able to accomplish. It is really the best thing in the world. It, it's why I do this, because I have worked on these things for the last eight years and have realized these four categories, they are really the, the foundation of creating that unshakable self-confidence. And before I forget, this just came to my mind. I didn't write it down when I was doing my outline and I should have, but your spirituality, your spirituality fits into the purpose category. That's where I put mine. So I want to live my religion on purpose. I want to be an active learner of the gospel. And so I want to do that on purpose. And so that's where my spirituality and my religion part goes into is in the purpose category. So um, think about these four categories. Let me tell you what they are again, in case you didn't catch them all. Number one is mindset. Number two is purpose. Number three is style. Number four is surroundings. So I hope that you will take these four categories and put three things in each one and get to work this year as you create unshakable self-confidence in the year of 2023. And I can't wait to hear all of the things that you find. Please email me at info at sherrybrazier.com if you want to get a hold of me or have any questions or just want to tell me um, the things that you're creating and learning as you work through your 2023. I would love to hear from you. So I am going to be releasing on my Instagram a fun new offer that I have coming up the middle of January. I'm scheduling those things this week. It will be a kind of like a little class that I'm going to do. So watch my Instagram. And if you aren't following me on Instagram, it's sherrybrazier.style. Come and follow me there. And I hope you guys have a great week. And I will see you next week on another episode. Talk to you later. Bye.